Netflix book club. Netflix book club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, welcome to the Netflix book club. I'm Steve McDonald. I'm Dennis Rooney. And we're joined by a very special guest. The one, the only, (laughs) Rachel O'Hare. Woo! My soon-to-be wife. Dun, 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 dun. dun. Yeah. Our wedding is... uh, Wedding is in a month. How do you yep. feel about that? Stressed. Guys, this this podcast is brought to you by our wedding. This podcast is brought to you in the guise of uh, couples therapy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you very much for being on, Rachel. Uh, first of all, follow us on Twitter, Netflix Book Club. Subscribe on iTunes. Twitter, Netflix the Book Facebook. Club, all that stuff. Um, Friendster. Do we have a Friendster? Friendster? I've never been How on How about MySpace? I've never been on MySpace. I couldn't get over the anxiety of the top eight. <laughs> I don't like excluding people. That's not true. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the thing is, eight Your was problem is, eight was too, too many to have. It's too many. I was like, it's only going to be one. You were like, it's okay. Be me. You were like, you're like, KC. No, uh, it'd just be my other profile <laughs> and my top one, and then the rest <laughs> of them would be blank. Um, so this week we watched uh, Contact. This is another week. I've gotten very lucky actually recently because I pretty much, I picked this movie too, right? Yeah, you picked this movie. Yeah, I picked this movie. I got to pick the last one we watched, which was uh, They Look Like People, which I suggest. I was the only one who liked it, but I enjoyed it. Um, and I got to pick Contact again this week. And yeah. Contact is a movie. Why did, you, why did you pick this movie? I picked this movie because... Got a thing for Jodie Foster? Mm, I have like a... A like-dislike thing with Jodie Foster. She doesn't inspire enough emotion in me for it to be a love-hate thing. It's just like-dislike <laughs> with her. Like, <laughs> I like her or I don't. Um, I wanted to see this movie because I had heard about it before, basically, and I knew it had a lot of parallels to uh, Interstellar, which is a movie I love. And uh, I didn't even know that Matthew McConaughey was in this movie, which was oh, yeah. an added delight, even though his character was so fucking annoying. <laughs> Which we'll get to later, but uh, basically, yeah, that's why I just want to. I just want to say that the first time he entered onto the screen, Rachel looked at me, laughed, and went, "Ah, ah here, ah. We, go. <laughs> <laughs> here we go down the Matthew McConaughey wormhole." Yeah, um, yeah. So this movie, it's just it's one of those movies I've heard about for a long, long time, and also I yeah. did see one scene of it, the initial scene when the young Jody, the young Ellie, is uh, with her dad, and they're going through the you know megahertz by small steps and uh-huh. uh, i enjoyed that scene. i remember being like oh i should see this movie and it was just a movie i never saw and uh basically you've pr- you probably know about this movie and i'm not going to spend a lot of time describing the plot because it's a little it's a little all over there's a lot going on it's a a lot happens in this movie so basically it's about our first contact with intelligent extraterrestrial life by the way of Jodie Foster which who else would you you know who would you rather Represent the human. I mean, I mean, form. initially everybody wanted that other guy, but yeah. we'll get to that. I still want. I want to reanimate his corpse. Uh, <laughs> no, I hate him. Um, I'm gonna say watch this movie, although I have so many problems with it. I'm not a bit. This movie is just like Jodie Foster. I like it, but it's like it's just a blip on the radar to me. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't think it deserves a lot of the reverence it gets. Uh-huh. Or is reverence bad? I don't know. This movie I, didn't uh, do much for me. I I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with stream it. Uh, I think it's a uh, it's a nice little movie. It's not uh it's not the best. You know what it reminds me of is uh is Twister. 
Do you remember the movie Twister? Yeah, I do, and I want to rewatch that movie. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of Twister in the sense that it is like kind of forgettable characters, uh, kind of fun, some real science, uh, but mostly just like cool visuals and some weird hanging out. Yeah, a lot of weird hanging out. That's like, true. Uh, <laughs> a lot of nerds. A lot of cool nerds who are like nerds, that's what, successful that's nerds That's what the now. movie Twister was as well. Uh, Jodie Foster in that too. No, it's Helen Hunt. Oh. Which uh, I might Helen say, Hunt, same but thing. same thing. Kind of comparable, yeah. B- uh, blonde, uh, blonde white lady, uh, you know. Has a weird relationship is with a, men. Is a scientist who has a weird relationship with a uh, with the male protagonist. <laughs> uh, Rachel. What you, th- did, What'd did you, you think? Did you fall asleep during this movie? <laughs> we did, but that was because we started watching it at like 4 a.m. yesterday. That's a good time to start watching and then Contact. We <laughs> fell as- and then we fell asleep in the middle. I fell asleep first. And Especially because it starts it off morning. so dreamlike. I know, right? Am I dreaming? <laughs> Rachel? Uh-huh. I, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I liked Jodie Would Foster. you, would you, first off, put your face on the microphone. No. Um. <laughs> uh, and then, secondly, uh, would you would you say to stream this? Yeah. Or not? Yes. Why not? <laughs> right? It's a long one, though. <laughs> it's, it is long. It is long. It's not an emphatic yes, but it's like if you need a movie to watch, this is. If you, you need wanna, a movie to fall asleep to, yeah, throw this on. Want to like think about the '90s, look at young Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> staring at Jodie Foster's dreamy eyes. That's sure. True. Good chemistry on uh, yeah. them too. All right. No. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it was not good chemistry. <laughs> okay. We're going to hit the break and we'll be back with more spoilers. Oh, you're right. It's, it's crazy. In fact, it's even worse than that. Nuts. Want to hear something really nutty? I heard of a couple guys that want to build something called an airplane. You know, you get people to go in it and then fly around like birds. It's ridiculous, right? Or what about, what about uh, breaking the sound barrier, or uh, rockets to the moon, or atomic energy, or a mission to Mars? Science fiction, right? Look, all I'm asking is, is for you to just have the tiniest bit of vision. You know, to, to step back for one minute and look at the big picture. To take a chance on something that just might end up being the most profoundly impactful moment for humanity, for, for the history of history. And we're back. Okay. Let's stay on that, because that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew McConaughey and Jodie Foster are like a Christian mingle advertisement <laughs> come to life so in this movie. And Jodie Foster is like a pretty devout atheist in the film. It's super devout. And super she's devout. the most Christian-ish atheist though, I've ever seen in my life. You though know what I, I mean? will say, Though I will say this, is that... Um, there's there's a couple things that I find very interesting about her atheism now that I'm uh, an adult and watching this movie. I've seen this like I saw this in the theater. Right? Uh-huh. Oh, you saw this in theaters? Um, Shit. Probably pretty good. And to see it in theaters, guys. This is this is reality. Okay, that I've come to realize in my in my life and my existence, and it's a weird thing for me to come to terms with, is that uh, any any movie from when I was young that had Meg Ryan or Jodie Foster. Or Helen Hunt, uh, or anybody that looked like them. P.S. What happened to Helen Hunt? My my dad took me to see because that's his type. That's uh, so funny. That's so weird. That's so funny. No, no, no. Like the strong, smart. It's like woman, strong, you know I mean, smart right? woman, but they're all like 
white blonde hair above shoulder level <laughs> like well i mean also look exactly the same in fairness if he was into like strong smart like black female leads what movies was he gonna bring you to in the 90s <laughs> you know what i mean point. No, yeah no so it's a solid point boys in the hood i don't know uh <laughs> friday it's a start i guess i don't know um yeah, that was, but that that was definitely an archetype. I don't know if we see that archetype anymore. I think maybe that archetype though is like a better now. Like they don't, because even these women in these films are kind of they're kind of put in a box. I think Jodie yeah. Foster's character was a, yeah. a good character, and there's character development. Well, but she was still kind of like they are. Um, they well now it's Jennifer Lawrence. Like ah, it's Jennifer. Yeah. It's Jennifer Lawrence, and uh, that. The woman that just won an Oscar for the room. The Every Gal? Uh, is it like the Every I can't Gal? I remember type? her name. Brie, Brie, Brie Larson. Brie Larson, I think. Uh, was and she like, in Community? No. Brie Larson. Oh, it just sounds familiar. Maybe. No, I know you're Allison Brie. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. of. Oh. I'm thinking of um, cheese names. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Swiss Chieta. actresses. Um, cheese. <laughs> that's my type. She's a lovely <laughs> actress. <laughs> These soft cheese type actresses—that's what I go for. Um, They're Gouda in my book. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's awful. <laughs> Rachel is dying. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so like, I saw all of these movies. Like, I saw all of those different movies when I was a kid. Can you think of any other ones? Twister, definitely. This, definitely. Um, I know they're out there. I mean, it depends. I don't know what you're talking like. Sleepless in Seattle when Harry met yes, Sally. That's what, like you um, said, yeah, Meg Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like you've got mail. Every other thing. The one like, with Jack Nicholson. Uh, oh, yeah. As oh, good yeah. as it gets. As good as yeah. it gets. I like that movie. Um, I wonder if I'd still like it. I don't know. I What's his name is in I it, too? Like Haley Joel Osment. What? Wasn't is he it? a sick kid in that movie? Oh. Haley Joel Osment played so many sick kids in the 90s. <laughs> I can't keep track. <laughs> um. But I remember seeing this movie, and I also remember that uh, like this was one of the one of the movies that uh, I remember watching the HBO like first like behind the scenes uh, yeah. stuff, like the the how they make movies things. Uh, I watched a lot of those when I was a kid. It was one of the reasons that I wanted to make movies. Um, thank you, HBO. And so yeah, thanks HBO. It's not it's not TV. It's HBO. <laughs> Uh, but, so I remember seeing a lot of that stuff and, like, uh, you know, also my, my dad was a big fan of, like, Carl Sagan and, uh, and sci-fi I stuff. had no idea when that popped up at the end. I literally um, said out loud, who's Carl? <laughs> I was like, they couldn't throw a last name up there? So I could look this guy up? And then I'm reading up on it, I'm like, oh, it's Carl Sagan, obviously. Oh, yes. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know the guy wrote books, apparently, or was this his only novel? I don't know. I can I don't know whether he wrote any other novels, but this was uh he, he wrote <laughs> yeah, Carl Sagan a movie wrote based Contact. on uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well this is like I mean, you know, the Hollywood bastard a little bit bastardized. He was on set and stuff. He died during production. Aww. Yeah. But like he was behind the movie and he approved of it basically. But I mean this is more, you know, this is that has to do with my gripes with the movie. This is a a bit of a gilded movie. I don't think there's much on the inside of it, although they act like it's like a big meaningful film but i'm sorry go ahead um well no and so like i remember seeing this when i was a kid and the thing that's interesting to me is is uh now that i've gotten older is in fact uh her atheism 
because I didn't think about things when I was a kid of like or understand things of like she's from the Midwest which you can tell from when she's doing the the ham radio operator stuff is that it's like she's from the Midwest she's an orphan since she was 9 she's an atheist it's like these are like these are very like these are lightly odd things mm-hmm. of like a midwestern gal right right uh where it's like it's just a little bit odd to have somebody who's like so vehemently atheist uh, and into from, science from that area. It's rare to have not a lot, not even just uh, females, but like anybody super into science is kind of it's not you know common, especially from such a yeah. young age, you know. Well, and also, I mean, like, and they point that out later in the movie of that, like the the idea of it is essentially that it's like she showed a proclivity for math and science, and so yeah. she was pushed towards that. But By how did they know that she showed? Like, did they? T- there was a scene with a uh, the mysterious entity yeah. Haddon. Do you remember him? Like the billionaire who financed the second Yeah, machine? yeah no, I remember what you're He's talking l- about, but like... He was watching her and he was like, we've been watching and then there's a little montage of like all her accomplishments from like a young age. So that's how they knew that she was... But like her dad noticed that she liked science? No, I think she got tested okay. for it. He might have sparked it in her. Did I mean. you not get tested on things when you were a kid? No. I mean, I didn't get tested for Private like ham school. radio shit. No, not yeah. ham. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ham mean radio. ham radio. All steps, Dennis. I'd be like, ah, I don't have the patience for this. Guys, if if you want to run a ham radio, you have to get a license. So you got to pass really? the test. Really? Yeah. There's a licensing Why did you get guys like me on there? Like, radio. is your uh, refrigerator running? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's because it's because there is a uh, there like there is a protocol for how you're supposed to interact with people. I know, I know there uh, is. But so I didn't know it was so. Did she get licensed, or was she like illegally on there? I would assume that she got licensed. She seemed to be using the right terminology, though I don't know because I've never run a ham radio. Wouldn't that be great, though, if they're about to send her up on the second machine and then someone runs into the control room like, wait a minute, this lady never got her ham radio It's all a lie. It's all a, it's all a lie. We need Gary Busey's kid <laughs> to blow up this oh one. Oh, my God. What a great... My my roommate, who's very fond of this. What movie. a great, what a great useless fucking character. <laughs> useless. No, 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 but I mean like like or like barely in the movie, but very utilized. Yes. Character. But also like when he when you see him in the control room through the video, you're like, oh come on, <laughs> like, <laughs> like some 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 hillbilly priest who's crazy enough to begin with. Managed to sneak into the most important no thing that's happened in the past like three hundred years with with like with like half 50, a trillion dollars, half a trillion dollars with like fifty pounds of C four strapped yeah. to his yeah. chest. <laughs> no one. They, how many times have they run this operation like dry? You know what I mean? And then yeah. Day of. No one's like, hey, who's that really pale, tall, white-haired guy that <laughs> no one's ever met before? Making, like, the weirdest face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luckily, Jodie Foster, <laughs> who's not even there, she sees it on the video. Like, that's that's too ridiculous. Come on, Robert Zemeckis. I, see, this is my thing is, is that, and I will say that this is refreshing to me to see, because this movie's from 1997. And in 1997, uh, every... I feel like every bad guy who was about to blow something up in a movie was like a white supremacist or a Christian or like or was either Russian or German. 
Well, true like, lies. All the bad guys were. I feel like I feel like the majority of the bad guys mm-hmm. were like were like fundamental. It was like the worst thing that's going to happen to America is crazy people from America right. being crazy. And uh, and that was refreshing to watch again, where Seriously. it wasn't just where it wasn't just like like nondescript brown guy. This was just nondescript blonde Christian guy. Yeah, and they called him a terrorist. I was like, yeah, but Whoa. you know what? I was a little <laughs> upset that they didn't like emphasize the fact that he was a Christian preacher after the fact. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they yeah. kind of they they showed it up front when you see him those first couple times. Like he's, I'm pretty sure he's even wearing a cross. Yeah. But after he blows himself up in the video and yeah. shit, he doesn't say like you know. Yeah. No. It would have been that would have been some. Jesus real, like, Christ, our Lord and Savior, told yeah, me to I blow really up the that. goddamn big thing. That would have taken it to another level for me. I would have yeah. been like, this fucking filmmaker means business, you know. Um, um, but I've got to say, there's some yeah. like really great shots, though, in this film. That f- that shot of uh, young Ellie running up the stairs to get the medicine in slow mm-hmm. motion, and the camera's just pulling the whole way. It's a single shot, and then it turns into the mirror. Yeah. I love that. I saw yeah. that, and I was like, I'm in. Bobby Zemeckis. Man can make a movie. He can make a movie, but there's just too many bullshit things going on in this film for me. What? Okay, so what are your big what are your big problems with? So movie? I can let I'll let go of the plot hole stuff where like you know like I said they let this had this preacher guy manage to yeah. blow this fucking thing up. I'll I'll let that go for the sake of making a yeah. movie or whatever. Um, Haddon was not nearly explained enough, and he was too kooky of a character. I like the idea of the crazy billionaire, mm-hmm. kind of quiet world power guy who's operating outside. I love that idea. Yeah. But is he evil or not? Because they certainly made him seem evil, but he's yeah. essentially driving the plot forward in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, did you guys, what was that? Was he driven by self-perseverance in terms of he was trying to become immortal? What happened at the end? Was he dead, or was that him zipping himself up? Did he... Like that that thing was not explained enough and it was just weird in the movie, you know? Thoughts? Him zipping himself. I'm up? so confused by that statement. Yeah, well you remember okay, so Yeah, I remember they're zipping him up in a bag. So yeah, I yeah. He was dead. In space. Those are just dead, those were right? just yeah, he's just dead. Well who were, I mean, who were the guys who were zipping him up? The the Russian people? Yeah. Because of that ru- dude On who mirror. zipped him up looked a lot like Haddon. Oh. Like he looked like a dried up, wrinkly old Haddon, but like somehow younger and I don't know. That's what I mean. It's like, what the fuck was that? What just I happened? think that was just a Russian guy, but now I kind of want to watch that scene again just to find out Yeah. if you're Even right, if because if it Russian is, guy, I never noticed. Even if it was just a Russian guy, that's not good enough for me. I need more. I need to know what's going on yeah. with no, him. I need I think to know his motives. This is the thing, is that, uh, like, also, like, some of the things that I think are interesting just being older now is things like, you know, things like SETI. And stuff like that, yeah. and just how much special extraterrestrial investigate. What is it again? They're looking for intelligent life. They right. yeah, they are searching for actively searching for intelligent life right. in the universe. Um, Hopefully, not just by listening to radio waves. I mean, it mostly is listening to radio waves. Nothing else. Um, nothing else. No, Ugh. there's nothing else to do. That's a great racket. Then <laughs> you gotta admit, that's a good like. Um, <laughs> that's a great I kind topic. of agreed with them at the beginning of the film um, there when uh, Drumlin was like, "You're too great of a scientific mind to be sitting here waiting for emails yeah. from." Tur-. I was like, "Yeah, if she is for this emails. genius, whatever it is, you know, <laughs> voicemails." <laughs> she's like, she's supposed to be one of the greatest. Which, by the way, granted, she's one of the best scientific minds ever. But when they're like, "It's a pod, this machine. It's going to be a pod to like send someone into space." I'm like, "You guys don't think you're not thinking about sending her, right?" 
Just cause she, I'm like, this is <laughs> that's a huge thing. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely like, why would they? Why would she even definitely think a she'd moment. be in the running? No, no. There's definitely a moment with it where it's like between her and uh, whatever the guy's name Same is. Same with Drumlin. Drumlin. No. Drumlin. Everybody was that. I had this moment where I was watching it. I was like, yeah, that's a test pilot job. Like the guys that did, like the guys that were in that were in the Apollo program were all test pilots. Like uh-huh. they were all guys that flew jets and stuff like that. And the the other people that were on the missions got lucky on the basis that they were like, I'm just a really good geologist. <laughs> like, yeah. and then they got to go. But everybody else was like a test pilot. It's like the time where they had to send uh, drillers up to drill in space. Oh yeah, bless you. And they instead of teaching astronauts to drill, they taught drillers how to. Astronaut. Well, because y- yeah, because you couldn't teach somebody how to drill like Bruce Willis. That's goddamn right. You can't like. You can't. Okay. Rachel just caught on that it was Armageddon. I need my Armageddon. crew, damn it. Real stuff. I thought you were talking about. Wait, I was like, they drilled in space? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah, there was no way that either of those people should have been in the running to uh, be, you know, the... If I, you send a monkey first, which gr- I would have loved to see that scene, the <laughs> extraterrestrials be like, they sent a monkey. <laughs> like the they fuck is this shit? The fuck is this? Wow, this this well, set of people is very hairy. These are and doesn't th- wear clothes. And <laughs> these are some smart monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, my favorite thing of all of it was that they were like, was that they were like, there's there's six like at the end is that they were like. There are six or eight like interlocking rings that are all spinning in different directions. Yeah. Okay, to make this thing which work. Which look great. Which is like the whole thing looked really, really nice. Everything like that. And actually the graphics held up really well. That's what I mean. Is like, like in from s- from ninety seven. That held mm-hmm. up great. Mm-hmm. But um but at the end, when they've got James Woods sitting there picking it apart, where he's like, blah, 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 uh, you know, Occam's Razor, you know, that this was just mm-hmm. a crazy dude who, like, got us, like, hoaxed us all, is that I'm like, right, do you remember that part where the the rings of steel spinning around each other generated what looked like a fucking sun? Mm-hmm. Like, beaming out of the middle? What happened? Like, (laughs) there's no explanation on... Like, that was one of the things that I had where I was just like... If I had been her, I'd be like, don't you remember the part where, like, where a weird ball of plasma light got generated out of the middle of this giant thing? This is technology we don't understand. We've already been over this, like, a couple times. And now you're questioning it? Yeah, because you don't que- understand it. Well, no, and now you're questioning it because the video camera didn't work? Yeah. He was so angry, too. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, he's so mad, and he's yelling at her, and he's like, Occam's Razor, well, what do you think is more likely? That you yeah. f- hallucinated this, or that this blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah. well, that sounds fucking nuts, too, when you yeah. put it like that. Yeah, these are both <laughs> terrible, terrible <laughs> I things. I don't know which one of these is simpler. Uh, well, no, and that was another thing that I had was, and I think that, like, like with being a bit older that I was also kind of, like, cluing into was, was just that he wanted to, that, like, the entire thing of, like, James Woods' character wanted to make a name for himself mm-hmm. so that he could run for Congress and so that he could, like, have a career doing that. And so, like, burying this thing was, like, one of his things that he was just gonna do. Um... Like, that was what I read into that entire situation, personally. Wow. 
how was it going to help him by by burying it? Because it was a failure? Yeah, because it was because like it because they spent half a trillion dollars yes. putting the entire project together. And so it's like if he can be the one to be like to be like it was a hoax and it was this and it was that and I'm right is that And he was kind of the naysayer the whole time, I think. Yeah. So for him to kind of at the end be like, "Well, I told you so. It was yeah. all bullshit." It yeah. Kind of I mean I also had a moment when they were all when when Jodie Foster was walking out of that uh, entire thing where I then had the thought in my head where I was like where I was like, man, uh, she's going to have such a lucrative book career. Yeah. Uh, like that was the next thought that I had that I hadn't had when I was a Talk kid. Was that I was just like, man, this lady's going to have like you could have your own show. You could be on TV. You're going to write a couple books like yeah. you are famous. <laughs> that was yeah. part of it, too, where like this movie moves really fast. Yeah. yeah. You know, especially you get to this place. All right, you started the place um, in, I think it was South America, and there's the huge, it's a huge satellite place, and you're like, oh, I guess a good part yeah. of the movie's going to take place here. No, and then it's like, all right, now we're in New Mexico, and I'm like, oh, I guess a good part of that. It's like, no, now we're in D.C., and yeah. it's like, all right, I guess this is a big, it's like now there's a big machine, and we're going to send you to space. I didn't know it's anyone Cape, was going to space it's in, in this Cape movie. Cape Canaveral, and then, and then that one blows up, and magically we're in Japan. And it's like, don't worry, though, we made a backup one. It's like, oh. I will say this is, is that, is that I have used that line for my entire life, and the I double money love thing. it. Yeah, yeah. Why build one when you can build two for twice the cost? Yeah. Is like one of my favorite. I say that at work. <laughs> I say that where I'm like, why would we do this once when we can do it twice or two times for twice the cost? I feel like that phrase works because <laughs> it works sincerely and sarcastically. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Where it's like, yeah, if. You know, if it's <laughs> kind of feasible, we should just do it twice just in case. Yeah. Or if it doesn't, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, boss just said this to me, and I, I guess yeah. we're doing it. Because it's just one of those things where it's like when your boss looks at you, and you could tell, like, oh, this guy's fucked too, or he doesn't know what's going yeah. on, or he's upset. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, another problem I had with this movie. These idiots are kissing in the park. All right. So, again, this is like one of the biggest. Yeah. One of the biggest things to happen to, like, human civilization in a long time, maybe ever. Yeah. And they're whittling down out of the entire human race one person to send into space. This dude is on the board of people who picks them. Yeah. This woman is one of the candidates. And they're out in a park in Washington, D.C. at noon. And they're kissing. And, like, that doesn't become a plot point later on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was expecting that to come back up after he tarnished her by focusing on her atheism. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, yeah. That, like, the media would get a hold of it. Yeah. I... Like, I definitely thought, I couldn't remember what happened, but I thought there might be a moment where we were going to hear, like, like photograph shutter noises. Me too. I was waiting for that. Uh, but then the other thing that I that I was thinking about, which I want to bring up, is, um, is just the technology of the day mm -hmm. in 97, where I was like, there were definitely moments in it where I was like, where I was like, oh my god, that's what, like, like video chat yeah. in '97. Yeah. I was like, that is seamless. Uh, that's really good. I mean, yeah, there was definitely a moment in it where I was like, have we not come since '97? Like that looks like Skype. Uh, yeah, it it feels the same. But um, it still had like the operating system of like. Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no, and that's kind of what I mean is, is that they had this old school thing, and like one of the things is, is that nowadays every I feel like it's ubiquitous that like everyone has cell phones, everyone has the ability to take photos all the time, and everything like that, and everybody can like follow people around and know what's going on on a moment's notice. Yeah. And back then it wasn't the case. 
Yeah, that's like, something. Uh, it like it's something that has changed so drastically in our lifetimes. Um, that's that some, yeah, yeah, sorry. That like the the idea that people even know who she is mm. is like. I mean, it is one of these things where it's like she's one of the most like the seven most famous people or whatever on the planet that are right. trying to have this mission happen. Yeah, but I feel like there was there used to be a time when it was a little bit easier to kind of like. To to like, just you know, fly under the radar a little bit. Fly under the radar and <coughs> go to the park and make out with Matthew McConaughey and have nobody yell at you. Right. That's uh. That's something I think about. That's a how lot I now. feel. Whereas now, when you go to the park and make out with Matthew McConaughey, everybody people like, give you hey! shit for it. Nothing but shutter noises. Yeah, it's just shutter noises and people like I'm Instagramming this and they're holding up their brunch in front of it so that they can have a twofer. <laughs> I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like the '90s are going to be a golden age for fiction that people are going to touch on a lot because nowadays like if you write an up-to-date novel or movie or anything like that technology and the reach of the government and like kind of that big brother aspect you have to play into that to like the nth degree otherwise you're you're kind of giving away the realism to it you know what i mean like yeah Writing some sort of like espionage novel now must be so hard. Like the amount of research you have to yeah. do now to be accurate in terms of government politics or just an individual country's government and how it works. Yeah. And technology's reach. It's crazy. Like if I can just see that I think there's going to be a lot more people writing about like 99 and down. You know what I mean? Just because it's kind of easier. It's Well, um, and also like like I have to admit there's always this moment that happens in movies where they're like where and and once again now that I'm an adult I feel differently about it than when I was a kid is that they're like I think that what we need to do is militarize this project immediately because yeah. mm-hmm. and like and like there's always this general sense of like of like because the military has the best minds on the planet and I just now that I'm an adult I'm like nope nope right. sorry nope like I know people that went into the military I know people that went like and uh no no not the best mi- like like if you really want the best minds working on this you should go find uh, the guys at Google or you should go find the guys yeah. at scientists like, I mean engineers like, engineers scientists people that are actually like doing all of this stuff because um because it's just one of these moments where I'm like where I'm like yeah you don't get like. You don't you don't make five hundred thousand dollars a year with stock options working for the navy, right? Like you don't. Wouldn't some of the smartest minds in the world want money and like lots of it and probably know how to get it and in doing what they love too? You know. I mean, in the kind of sense of like what you would need to do like this kind of work, yeah, the kind right, of work right. where it's like where it's truly like like hey, what's up? This is a half a trillion dollar industrial like like mechanics project like it's spacex yeah it's it's like what it's what elon musk is doing Mm. um and so it's like like you would want those kind of minds involved in it right and the idea that it would be like we need to militarize this (laughs) is just like silly to me i did like the uh, one of my favorite thing they got a couple things really right though in this movie and that's why like i'm still saying stream it but like i could pick this movie apart so bad you know there's a there's so there's a lot of things to pick apart in it but I think that it's like if you if you just let those things go mm-hmm. in the sense of like 
oh yeah, they would like throw this person's name into the running, and like maybe that guy could get past security, and like you know, of course well, aliens, even, even of that course stuff. aliens can download your memories and pretend to be your dad. So that we don't have to figure out what they look like. See, I was okay with that. Um, like, I'm fine. <laughs> these with are that. all the things you're fine with. It covers its bases. It's alien technology. We don't understand it. Yeah. I get it. The beach is like the picture she drew when she was a kid. You know, these are all. Yeah, it's all. Did like, she not recognize that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. It had all the trees in the background. Yeah. But like, here's the thing: they got all this technology. They can do all this, and I'm fine with that. But then she gets there, and they're like, "All right, here's a five-minute conversation. We don't explain anything really." And they're like, well, this is the way we've always done it. And I'm like, that's what my fucking people's idiot bosses say when it's like, hey, why don't we change <laughs> things around here? I'm like, well, this is how we've done it for billions of years. It's like, oh, okay. All right, fine. Well, like, bil- well they don't say billions of years. You're they say billions they say of billions. years. They say billions of years. The, no. the dead. I know, but I don't know. I feel like it has more clout if it's like an alien life form. I know thing, it does. But like just drag you through space at a million miles an hour. But I kind of agree with, can't, with James can't, it's not the same, whatever his name is, back James in Congress. Cameron. No, James Can, right? C-A-A-N? I don't know. I don't know. Where he's like, why would they do all this and not give you a shred yeah, of evidence? Know you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, come on, aliens, make this easy for me. Yeah, they should have. A little something. But also, like, I'm like, okay, you know, they did, they said they did. They're supposed to know better than us, right? So you got to give in, kind of. Right, be like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, like, I know. We didn't. We built that thing, but they gave us the instructions. Yeah, I know. But then it didn't work out, though, when she got sent back. They were like, it's going to be the first of many trips, but who knows, that, c- that next trip might not yeah. be for uh, Well, maybe eons. they didn't assume that, like, maybe they assumed that, like, humans aren't assholes and don't have, like, a giant security committee that's going to be like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> you know? They're going to send a monkey with a gun <laughs> next time? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, you're right. They did say we're capable of tremendous nightmares as well as beautiful dreams, so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the first thing that they ever got as a signal was Hitler. That was another thing that the movie got amazing. Little thing like that. Oh, the other thing I was going to say that was amazing, like these small details, was uh, their insistence on putting in the chair cause in, into the yeah. orb. Because yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it, and even when it's starting to go, I'm like, yeah, you're, you're going to want that chair. Yeah. Like they, The chair was a good idea. And then when she gets out of the chair, it's like, oh, it would have been better without the chair because yeah. she's floating, and yeah. like it wouldn't have felt bad at all. Yeah, it was like the chair was terrible. That was perfect. The fact that th- you see, the first thing you see is the swastika, and you're like, where is this movie going? Yeah. Like, <laughs> space <laughs> Nazis? <laughs> but then it makes sense that the first space transmission, Nazis. you know? That's ex- dude, and then the fact that they play into the space Nazis thing, because neo-Nazis are like, Hitler in space, you know? <laughs> like, they actually show up to it. Small things like that. The movie got very, very, very right. Uh, and that's why I say stream it. I enjoyed the movie. I did. Nice little message. Just a little hollow, though. It's a little artsy-fartsy hippie at the end. Just yeah. love and peace. Now go back home and people are going to think you're crazy. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a superior being. I mean, you got to trust me on I this think one. That, I think that the majority of the population, that's the thing is, is that they, they kind of paint it as if... She got the populace, so people believe her. Or want to believe Well, no, her. but like, but like, they kind of painted as if like James Wood's character would win mm-hmm. in that scenario. But like, the next presidential election would be decided on whether you believe her or not. That's true. Mm-hmm. Excellent point. Like, it would be like, it would be like, do you believe whether Ellie went to another planet? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. and it's like, well, we all do, mm-hmm. and we want to build the next machine. Yeah. Um, I also had a moment where I was like, could you guys drop something through the machine again? Yeah, I was like, you still got that machine. No <laughs> like one blew it up this time. Yeah, like it didn't blow up. It didn't, it's not dead. Plus, it's like, um, what did you guys think was going to happen when they dropped the ball? Like, that's a very reasonable thing that it just dropped straight through, you know? 
I mean, you know, you thought it might be disappearing. Thought it might disappear. Sure, you I thought it know. might. I thought it was gonna stay in the middle, and then the whole thing was gonna like take off like a ship. Um, that'd be funny. I don't know. It's just that's such a big ship. I wanted to see the same priest come back in that one. And be like, how'd this guy <laughs> get back in here? <laughs> um. Just a Japanese version of him. <laughs> yeah, right. But still, like white hair. It looks exactly, <laughs> it looks exactly like him. Exactly like him, but he just speaks Japanese. Terrible oh. casting, you know. Um. <laughs> 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 um. Okay. So this is a question that I wanted to ask before we wrap up: Is uh, if you had the opportunity, would you go? Would you? Would would not in space, but like the machine? You don't know what it's gonna do, and they want you to be the one to go in it and get dropped through the thing, and you don't know what's going to happen, would you go? If I'm me, or if I'm a scientist who's spent her whole life trying to contact her dad through radio waves and aliens. I don't think she was spending her whole life trying to contact her dad. <laughs> Maybe she was secretly hoping. Yeah. Um, You're you. No. You're you, but no Steven. No ties. No family. There you go. No, no family, family, no ties. I don't, I can't, I'm not me without my <laughs> ties. Fair. That's fair. I'm not me without my ties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you're holding the microphone multiple inches away from your face and then turning your head. I, I want to breathe on it. <laughs> um, I can't imagine if I were her, like her being her and doing what she did makes sense. But for me to do that. I would have to be her in order to go. Does you'd that make sense? Stay with, you'd want to stay with yeah. Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. Even if he was a Christian theolo- theologian? Yeah. I liked his character. I thought it was interesting. He was annoying. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was really interested in like the dichotomy between him really believing in God and her really not and them still like loving each other. And That was pretty classical romance. Yeah, that's true. You know, they're kind of like yeah. separated by beliefs, but still drawn together. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just. Classic, classic Roli- Romeo and Juliet and aliens. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you do. <laughs> would I go? Probably not. I don't think I would. Just because what's the best that can happen? Well, you're really going for that moment that Jodie Foster had of like blinding beauty where she's like yeah. almost losing her mind yeah. to it. And I'm like, there's drugs <laughs> on earth that I could kind of I could well, lose my mind DMT. I could lose my mind with joy down here if I really was into that sort of thing you know what I mean but also if I was like 50 I might be like alright yeah let's do it you know yeah but now that's a good point at 27 no but at 50 and that's not even that late I know it's not that late <laughs> but at 50, 23 years from now I might be like yeah alright let's go yeah, let's, let's keep do it moving this. I want out I want yeah. out yeah. let's see what the next <laughs> one is um, what about you Steven uh, yeah, I'd do it. I, I, I was gonna say, I think I'd you would. It. Yeah, that sounds fun. Even to just even in all honesty, even to ju- if somebody was like, "Hey, we're gonna put you inside this pod, and then we're gonna drop you from up here, and it's gonna land in a net in water, and you're gonna be safe and not die from it," You'd I'd be like, "Yeah, I'd do that." What if they were like, it "Doesn't even need to send me to space." <laughs> I would just be like, "I would just be like, oh, cool, that looks like a cool, fun ride." What if they were like, <laughs> "It might send you to space." 
It might not. And by the way, we didn't even do the math. We don't know if you're going to hit one of these <laughs> things on the way down. Dude, that was one of the moments <laughs> that I had was that they were like, they're doing the countdown. Like and the th- only thought that I had was that I was like, have you guys timed yeah, this? Have you guys, have you guys timed this perfectly? <laughs> because if you fall and you hit the thing, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you're not falling in. I like that they gave that to us, though, because that's what you immediately think when they're like, well, the spear drops into the rotating rings. And you're you're like, oh, I want to see it hit one of the rings. <laughs> and then it does. You're like, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's wrap <laughs> this up. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay with Stream It. It's a weird movie. I think it's not an important movie. It thinks it's gonna be an important movie, and it's got some nice messages. But uh, I almost think, and maybe it's a generational thing, but I almost think Interstellar hits pretty hard the same messages, and Interstellar moved me in this movie. I laughed out loud a couple points during this movie, <laughs> but it's pretty good. It's pretty good though. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna stick with stream it. I think that it, I mean, I think that it touches on some really important things. Uh, I think that, um, I think that, you know, I feel like there was a time period when, uh, when even with just like, oh, we're pointing radio telescopes at things that people were a little bit more like mystified and like intrigued by it. I feel like it's not, um, I feel like nobody gives a shit anymore. I mean, people can literally look at, like, almost any point on Earth through Google Maps at a street-level view, and it's like, yeah. I don't do that. It's like, people should be doing that every yeah. day. Like, oh, my God, this is amazing, you know? No, I know. Like, we're all disillusioned by whatever, by, like, all of our technology, yeah. and uh, and which is kind of sad to me because, I mean, that was, like, 97 was around a time where it was, like, you know, like, we still had a space program. Mm. Yeah. And we still had the space shuttle, and, like, the Russians had Mir... And, like, we have the International Space Station, but now I feel like the International Space Station is almost like, it's like a set for a web series more Why, than anything Why, just because people are singing songs up there and shit? Just because <laughs> that's, like, like all you see of it is just, like, yeah. when they're doing, like, kitschy, weird little things, which, like, I love, and, like, I love them for doing, and I know they're doing great scientific work and out it there. It does spark a little interest. But it feel, and it sparks some interest, but, like, it, it feels, it doesn't feel like uh, like the kind of, like... I feel like there was a time in the in like the '90s where it it felt like we were about to enter into another era of like of like cool exploration, uh, and like even with like radio telescopes and stuff like that, it was like we're like looking for shit, and then we like hit the 2000s and we were like we all didn't die from Y2K. Let's not do any of this anymore, yeah. and we all stopped caring. Well, I mean, all it takes is one new discovery, and then we all started caring about like terrorism mm. right and then donald trump oh, oh boy you know what would reinvigorate you know it would fix a lot of things a giant squid landing in manhattan and killing like millions of people that's true boom that's money true. in the space program that's <laughs> true technology leaps forward the and end the world is the united the end of watchmen thank you dr really manhattan thank you thank, thank you, you. oh no thank you ozamandias Ozyma- yeah it wasn't dr manhattan yeah it was not well dr manhattan let it happen. Well, yeah, but it was uh, do- it was as Rachel uh, is uh, so uh, lost uh, right uh, now. Don't know what's going on. All right, let's wrap up. <laughs> um, would you would you stream it still? Yeah, I would stream it. I I I didn't know it was created like written by Carl Sagan. That makes it seem more important to me. I also didn't see Interstellar. You should see Interstellar. Terrifying. Oh, we should watch Interstellar. It's not terrifying. We should watch Interstellar like today. Is that yeah. the one where they get stuck out in space? Uh, no, no. that's Gravity. You're thinking of Gravity. We won't watch the movie Gravity because we're terrified. Yeah. Both of you, huh? Dude, the idea, it's the scene that they had in the trailer where he's just 
He's floating, and he's like an inch away from like I'm gonna grab onto the space station and not die. And he's like reaching for it and can't get there. And there's nothing. I don't know who it is. Not um. But this is what I know is that is that just not Anne Hathaway. Sandra Bullock. (laughs) That's she's in Tinder Cellar. Anne Hathaway just floats by at one point in the back. Ah, (laughs) That's it, like a floating star. That's how they. That's how they started putting her into movies. Guys. Um, they just you guys could get through. You guys could get through Gravity. I'd say Interstellar is more nerve-wracking. Gravity, gravity. Gravity. I won't do. Interstellar. I will do because we always need to save Matt Damon. Uh, that's true. We always need to save Matt Damon. Hashtag save Matt Damon. Poor Matt Damon. Are you thinking of? You're thinking of The Martian. Yeah. What? Yeah. He is also needing to be saved in Interstellar. Matt Damon. Yes. Am I forgetting a huge part of this movie? The guy who's on the planet that they try to go to. Don't ruin it. Oh, yeah. I forgot Matt about Damon. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have spent so much money in movies Trying saving Matt, save Matt Damon. Damon. He's such a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, we got to wrap up. Bye. Um... Uh, check us out on Facebook and Twitter and uh, all of those fun places. Uh, we're also on Stitcher and on the iTunes store. Uh, we would love for you guys to subscribe and uh, rate the podcast and all of those fun things. Share with your friends. Uh, the next couple weeks, I feel like there are the next like two months, maybe. We're still. We've been. Gonna we've be been weird. a little touch and go. We're gonna be a little touch and go. But uh, we're well, gonna be trying to put out episodes. Uh, pretty. We're gonna be. We're gonna be putting out episodes. But uh, Dennis is gonna be going on the road. Um, you'll be able to uh, to see him in a bunch of different places. Yeah, friend me on um, Facebook, and you can see all the dates: uh, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Detroit, a couple places in Ohio, a couple places in Illinois, Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, uh, basically, you know, uh, there's probably going to be a bunch of on the road episodes with you and KC, and then just random. Comedians. I think so. Yeah, I got to reach out um, to some people, but I think we're going to do at least a couple while we're out there. So. You guys should try to do one every week, just wherever the fuck you are. I'd like to try and do even That'd be more. Cool, but yeah. Um, so one yeah, every uh, day. it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be really fun. Uh, okay, everybody, say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Welcome <laughs> to the Netflix book club. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think we do? <laughs> Dennis, Rudy, like and Sold. Today we watched Contact with <laughs> Jodie Foster.